welcome back, wonderful listeners, to another episode of the Who Are You to Lead Anyway podcast. I am your host, Cynthia Jamison, Executive Leadership and Life Coach, and this is the podcast where I help you master the skills you need to navigate leadership and life. And this is episode 52. I have a very quick update on the Leadership Lens Program for those of you that have been following me for a while now. And the update is that when we have a few more members, we will begin our work together. So until then, founders pricing is still available. And if you want to work with me, complete the application, which is in the show notes. Okay, so today I want to take the opportunity to thank one of my LinkedIn connections, you know who you are, who asked me if I would consider expanding on a topic that is essential for everyone, especially new leaders, which is the power of connecting with our thoughts and emotions in service of our overall well-being and mental health. And this is incredibly critical, just as more things continue to change and unfold within the context of work. And I know that while it can be a heavy topic, don't worry, I'm going to keep it fun. So as a new leader, it is crucial to understand that effective leadership starts from within. You see, it's not uncommon for us to get so caught up in the whirlwind of leadership responsibilities or the responsibilities of life that we neglect the being part of living our lives. And this is true for all of us as human beings. But here's the thing, by learning how to connect with our thoughts and our feelings, we can attune to our well-being, process our emotions, and become more effective leaders and humans. So I want to share a story that was shared with me that illustrates this point so perfectly. Just imagine for a moment that a leader is having an interaction with a colleague who is demonstrating their frustration and their negativity. So the leader went over to them, and in order to make a point that I think is profound, this leader approached them and said, if you had $86,400 in the bank and someone lost $10, would you throw the rest of your money away? And of course, the colleague is like, no, no, of course I wouldn't do that. So then the leader responded to them, well, you have 86,400 seconds in a day. Are you going to allow a 10-second interaction to ruin the rest of it? Now, this is an amazing analogy and definitely some food for thought. So I just share that story because it's such an amazing realization to have that we are totally in control of how we spend our time, our energy, just like we do our money. Now, many of my clients, especially those that have been stepping into leadership roles for the first time, come to me seeking ways to become more effective leaders. Emotional regulation and emotional intelligence plays a significant role in our work together. And as a leader, you're likely really eager to prove yourself and make a significant impact. And I want to help you do that. So I've taken an approach where I want to make this very practical for you, and I'm going to offer you some steps, and then I'm going to offer you some questions to consider. So the first 
place to begin is to begin with self-awareness. Effective leadership begins with self-awareness. Your ability to lead others starts with understanding yourself first. And this can happen by taking a moment each day to just check in with yourself. Check in with how you're thinking. Check in with how you're feeling. Ask yourself how you are really doing. This simple practice can dramatically increase your self-awareness because you're taking that opportunity to just attune to yourself. The second step is to understand your emotional vocabulary. So it's interesting to lead effectively. An emotional vocabulary is really important. And one of the ways that I work with my clients on this is by using a feelings wheel. You can use or find any number of them through Google. You can order them through Amazon. You can get stickers, whichever serves you and your learning. So the one that I have and that I use with my clients comes with six core emotions in the middle, and they are anger, fear, surprise, happiness, sadness, and disgust. So these core feelings may be different depending on the wheel that you choose to use. From there, Once you have the wheel, part of this, you know, if you go back to the first part and asking yourself how you're really feeling, how are you doing from there, you can see which of those emotions. Then as the wheel expands, there's a double click on each of the emotions so that you can understand more specifically what you're feeling. And so there's three levels of emotions for each of those core emotional categories. And once you can name the emotion for yourself, be curious about the specifics of your feelings and your emotions and your thoughts that come up for you as a result. So it can be, this is like a pro tip. It can be really useful to have a paper and pen handy for those thoughts that are creating that emotion before they dissipate because that's the thing, right? So you will have feelings come up, but not maybe not be aware of what are the thoughts that might be creating those feelings. So this leads to the third step, which is using emotions as data. So your emotions are like data points, and it be, can be quite useful to think of them that way, not in the way of like, let's skip over them. It's just data, <laughs> but they can influence everything. They can influence your actions, decisions, how you handle stress and conflict. So when you take time to collect this emotional data, you will gain a deeper understanding of your inner world. Negative emotions, for example, signal that something isn't quite right. It's an opportunity to get curious about why that might be and what you can choose to do about it once you're aware of it. This leads me to the fourth piece, which is around self-regulation. So as a leader, your emotions and learning how you can regulate them are critical. Learning to calm your central nervous system, and I've talked about that before on the podcast, is a skill that will serve you well in all aspects of life. Remember, we are human, we are works of progress, and we're doing the best that we can. Our brains were not designed for the fast-paced context we are living in today. And so tuning into your internal processing system is how I like to call it. So the way that we process what's happening externally to us 
how we process that internally is the inner self-processing system. So for example, just imagine that you're in a challenging meeting, you start to feel your stress level rise, and perhaps instead of pushing those feelings aside, you could just take a moment to acknowledge them. Breathe deeply. Inhale for a count of four. Hold for a count of four. Exhale for a count of four. This is box breathing. This simple breathing exercise can complete the stress cycle and restore your emotional equilibrium. I can never say that word your emotional stability. How about that? (laughs) So if you want to add the element of touch to this, let's say for just imagine again that you're having that same meeting happening. And at the same time as you're breathing, you're touching your pant leg, you're noticing the fabric, the temperature of it, etc. This will allow you to shift from being in your head. So being thinking brain to being more grounded in your body. Another effective technique is physical activity. So when you notice negative emotions, take a brisk walk if it's available to you or engage in a quick workout. Physical movement helps dissipate the stress chemicals in your body, leaving you feeling more balanced and ready to lead effectively. That's probably why so many people, this is a hypothesis I have. Um, I know it's true for me, but when I go out and I have my exercise, I go for my run, I go for my walk, I get outside, I'm in nature, I absolutely feel more balanced and ready to do anything when I've done that. This brings me to the last piece, which is around how we can use music for emotional states. So music has a unique ability to evoke specific emotions. So if you've ever been 16, you probably know this to be true. And so just think about a time when you felt confident, for example, you can use music to recreate that emotion when you're presenting or facing a challenging task. It is a powerful tool that is in your leadership toolbox. You know, perhaps there's a specific song or artist for you that can bring up specific emotions and that can be useful to you in even just learning and understanding your emotions a little bit more. So before I go on, I want to share a quote by Daniel Goleman, a renowned psychologist, author, and science journalist known for his work on emotional intelligence. Daniel says, mental intelligence and technical skills will only take you so far in leadership. Emotional intelligence will take you further. His groundbreaking book, Emotional Intelligence, Why It Can Matter More Than IQ was published in 1995 and had a significant impact on the fields of psychology, leadership, and personal development. So if you want to take this work further, by all means, this would be a great book to do that. Now I'd like to take a moment to ask you a favor. If you have enjoyed any episodes, I would love it if you would consider leaving a review. And as a token of my appreciation, I am giving away a $100 gift card from Indigo slash chapters for every five reviews. This is your chance to win and your support helps expand the reach of this work and help more leaders like you. Okay, so let me get back to you and tuning into your emotions and how it is such a powerful practice for emotional self-regulation and personal well-being. So to support you, I want to offer four powerful questions to kickstart your practice. I will put them in the show notes so that you can access them easily, but I want to go through them with you now. The first one is, how am I feeling right 
Now, take a moment, check in with your current emotional state. Are you feeling happy, anxious, frustrated, or something else? If you could identify your current emotion, that is the first step in emotional awareness. The second question is, where do I feel it in my body? Now, emotions are not just mental experiences. They often manifest physically. So pay attention to where you feel the emotion in the body. Is there a tension in your shoulders, a pit in your stomach, or perhaps a lightness in your chest? This can help you connect your physical sensations with your emotions. The third question that you can ask yourself is, why am I feeling this way? Diving deeper into the underlying reasons for your current emotion. What triggered it? Is it related to a specific event, a thought, or a situation, or a person? Understanding the cause of your emotions can provide insights into how to address it. If you want to take this practice deeper, ask yourself, what emotion would I like to cultivate today? Because you absolutely can do that. Once you've learned to identify your current emotion and its triggers, consider what emotion you would like to cultivate for the day. It could be confidence, it could be optimism, it could be resilience, or any other positive emotion. Once you've chosen your desired emotion, think about what you would need to think to support that feeling that you want to cultivate. It could be particular thoughts, it could be affirmations that align with it. For example, if you want to feel confidence, or if you want to cultivate confidence, remember yourself or remind yourself by saying, I've done this before. I am capable. I am successful. Whatever thoughts that you can think that create the feeling of confidence will do. <laughs> and so by regularly asking yourself these questions, you can develop a greater emotional intelligence and choose how you want to feel. This will set a positive emotional tone for your day. Remember, effective leadership begins within, and it is a journey worth taking. Until next week, keep tuning into your emotions and leading with heart. I'll see you next week. Hey, listener, it's Cynthia. I want to say thank you for joining this incredible expedition of self-discovery and leadership growth as a listener of the Who Are You to Lead Anyway podcast. I hope you've enjoyed the tips, tools, insights, and conversations with my remarkable guests so far. If you want to take your leadership journey to new heights, join my newsletter where you'll receive exclusive updates, bonus content, and valuable resources to support your ongoing development as a leader. See the show notes for the newsletter sign up. As a token of my sincere appreciation, I want to offer you a complimentary self-discovery workbook designed to raise your awareness around what might be in your way of even greater success. To claim it, simply head over to my website. I'll put that link in the show notes www.cynthiajamisoncoach.ca. Sign up and your workbook will be delivered right to your inbox. And there is something I would love to ask of you. Your feedback is an incredible gift and is an important part of this community. I really want to know what topics resonate most with you, what guests you'd like to hear from, and how I can serve you better. Your ratings, reviews, thoughts, and feedback will guide me in tailoring future episodes to give you more of what you want and need on your leadership journey. So if you're loving the Who Are You to Lead Anyway podcast, your input means the world to me, and it helps me shape an even more enriching and impactful podcast for you. 
I would really appreciate your help in spreading the word about the work that we're doing here. Once again, thank you so much for being part of my podcast family and for investing in your leadership growth. Remember, leadership starts with knowing yourself and embracing your unique abilities. Together, let's continue to thrive as authentic and influential leaders. Thank you so much for listening. Mm -hmm.